You're just gonna stay angry at God for the rest of your Whether it's popular or not, we're seeking out what pleases the Lord. Hi friends, happy new year and welcome back to a brand new episode of the UPC Later podcast. I know you guys were really looking forward to a brand new interview um, and that actually may come out tomorrow depending on when you're listening to this, maybe next week. But so many things have happened over the last couple of days and I don't want to go without talking about it So I feel like it's super important. If you are not caught up with last week's episode or you're just jumping in randomly to this episode... Last week, we talked about HYC, which is Holiday Youth Convention, Um, and that's what it's called in most states. Some states call it something different. Most states call it Holiday Youth Convention, and it is a couple of days after Christmas, a couple of days before New Year's, where all of the UPC youth groups in the state come together um, at a location, whether it be like a hotel ballroom, their campgrounds, wherever, and they have church for a couple of days, like a couple of night services, I think a day session here or there. Um, but that's what happens. And so last week, you know, I talked about some super problematic things that I saw at my time at HYC, which I, you know, went to quite a few in my time there. Um, and that a couple of them actually really stuck with me. I mean, somebody actually pointed out, they're like, my God, how expensive was Christmas for people in the UPC? Because you're getting your kids Christmas presents, which, you know, however much you're spending there, you know, for food and all the things during Christmas, and then you're spending even more money to send your kid away for a couple of days. Crazy. Um, in this economy, not a chance. But some things have happened over the last couple of days when it comes to HYC in a couple of different states that I, I want to discuss. And the first one being a state, and I keep reminding myself, and it has been very hard over the last couple of days, that it does not matter the name of the person preaching, doesn't matter what state it's in, doesn't matter the location, nothing. It's an organization problem. It's a UP, the UPC as a whole. No state, no church, no pastor is left out. It's a, an organizational problem. And so I will keep reminding myself of that because I would love, <laughs> I would love to be like, this is who said it, um, but it does not matter. I mean, if you've seen it, you've seen it. I know a couple of you asked me to send you the links, um, which I sent, but it's not, my sole purpose is not to expose people and it's not to expose certain churches. It's the UPC and similar organizations. But for now, we're going to talk about the UPC. Um, there was a sermon that was being preached and I watched as much of it as I could. Also, like, I knew better. <laughs> like, I knew better. And I'm still connected with people from the UPC, like, on Facebook, on Instagram. And and so different, like, clips of sermons and whatever are always being shared. And I was like, let me just log off. And then I did not. I hurt my own feelings, and I watched it anyway. And, I, you know, I knew better. So I watched it, and it was about the door being closed. That one day the door is going to close. And one of the things that were said... Um, as this man is preaching, he says that his father has always told him that hell is going to be hotter for backslidden apostolic people because they knew better. A couple of things. So somebody shared this um, as like a, I can't believe this is happening. And somebody was like, well, all he said was that his dad said it. Well, yeah, friend. He also didn't say that he disagreed. It wasn't like my dad said this. 
I don't feel that way. It was such an emotionally charged environment. And I hate, I hate that that's what is like what happens in these preachings. Um, it's a lot of emotions, but so he says this and that the door is going to close one day and, and God will say, I never knew you, which is, you know, let, let's get into it. So a, you can't show me in the Bible where, okay, first of all, the word apostolic is not in the Bible. Um, but you can't show me where it says that hell will be hotter for backslidden apostolic people. I hate the word backslidden, backslider. I hate it. Um, but I keep saying it. So that's not in the Bible. But you have a room full of teenage kids. Some are like 12 and 13. Like the youth group age is wild because so like they'll be broken down into like senior high junior high hyphen whatever they're calling it these days to try to keep people in their 20s in church but when they have like conferences like this everybody goes so you've got a room and like I have feelings about that we'll we'll talk about it on a different episode now is not the time but so you've got really young kids there and they're being told hey if you leave hell's gonna be worse for you because you knew better like Knew better how is wild. Like that's a wild concept um, because you didn't listen to what we told you to do. So you knew better because we're right and everybody else is wrong. Um, and I just feel like it's super irresponsible. And it's very, very problematic to, to be in these, you know, environments where you could literally say anything to these kids and they're going to believe you. I did. And y'all know, I've talked about it before. Like, I was a very fearful kid. I had a lot of anxiety. Um, I was very easily manipulated. Like, that lasted into my 20s. So whatever they told me, I believed for a long time. But also, I was so scared of everything all the time. And so I just, I put myself in that moment. Like, young me. Like, I just thinking about my younger self in that environment. Being like, well, I don't want to. I don't want to go to hell and I don't want it to be worse because I knew better. Like what kind of like responsibility are you trying to put on these kids' shoulders? That now that you know better because I told you something, now you definitely can't leave because hell's going to be even worse for you. Like what? But that's what's being said. And that is what was said. And a lot of people that I know um, shared it. And they were like, what an incredible sermon. What an incredible message. What an incredible move of God. That was based on manipulation and fear? Crazy to me. Like, that's wild that you would celebrate a move of God that was based, um, in my opinion, on fear. Because I can't imagine that was a healthy environment for anybody. Can you imagine being in a relationship with somebody? Hey, um, you can't leave. Here's how horrible your life will be if you leave. Stuck with me now because you know better. You would never accept that. You shouldn't. If you are, like, friend, don't do that. But nobody is going to celebrate and be like, wow, that's true love. Wow, what a healthy relationship you have. You can never leave? That sounds dreamy. No, 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 no. But you've got a room full of, like, super impressionable kids who are being told this and they are holding on to it and they're scared. And like another thing is that I've seen it a couple of different states being like, this was the largest HYC we've had, the most attendance. 
do you want to sit down and ask how many people are there based on fear? Probably not. Probably not ready for that conversation. If you're celebrating the number of people in attendance, but you don't want to talk about why they are actually there, it's a problem. And it's not something to be celebrated because somebody showing up out of fear is not, it's not a win. Nobody wins in that moment. It's not something to be celebrated. And so it's like, that's why this podcast, the Instagram page, the Facebook group, it exists. Because people need to know that there is not hell and damnation and death waiting on the other side of leaving. There's not. But they will indoctrinate you and manipulate you and lie to you and scare you into staying, into asking zero questions because that doesn't lead anywhere good. They'll tell you that you have doubt and they'll try to pray things out of you. You can't pray curiosity out of anybody. You can't pray these things out of people. And so there is another state, which is my big reminder that it's the UPC. It's the UPC. It's the UPC. It is not a certain individual, certain church, nothing. It's the whole organization. Um, And he, the minister, (laughs) had kids write down, I will never leave the church and sign their names um, at the end of his message. Can you imagine a job telling you, hey, we love you. We love having you here. You're part of our family. Sign this paper real quick and promise us that you'll never leave. What? You would never, like nobody could ever ask you to promise that you'll never leave a job. Even a relationship. Like, yeah, you sign, you know, you have a, you could have a wedding. You could be married and in front of God and everybody there vow to give your life to that person. Guess what? People leave. And in certain circumstances, even the UPC lets you get a divorce. You have to get their approval. You have to get their sign off. They have to be like, okay, sure. But they don't, they don't even expect you to stay married sometimes. But they expect you to stay in the church no matter what happens. And so again, I put myself there, you know, young me, terrified of everything, super anxious. And now I am signing this paper saying, I will never leave. I give my life to the church. First of all, young me would have been like, this is super important. 33-year-old me, it's like the paper means literally nothing. Um, It's not a contract. It's nothing. As a child, I would have taken it so seriously and I would have been terrified to do anything wrong because I already promised I would stay. And statistically, these kids are more likely to leave than they are to stay. Up until a certain age, you're more likely to leave. Like church in general, not just the UPC, but like, I don't know if it's like evangelical spaces, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. If it's not, let me know. But having people sign a paper saying, I will never leave, scaring people by saying, if you leave, hell's going to be even worse for you because you know better, is not going to keep people in the doors. If your entire movement is based on fear and manipulation, it's a problem. And the more and more these services and these sermons are posted, the more evident it is that that's what you're falling back on. Why? 
Is the goodness of the Lord not enough? Is love not enough that you have to scare people? You have to get loud. You have to yell. You have to do all these things. Because I just, I, I want to just keep comparing it to an actual relationship. Because at the end of the day, like I told you guys, leaving the UPC was my hardest breakup ever. Because it was like a relationship. And so you think about these kids who are very, very young. Um, they get engaged really young most of the time for virtually no time at all. They end up married very quickly. And you're just teaching really horrible relationship behavior. You're teaching really horrible life skills. Don't ask questions. Trust your leadership no matter what, no matter who they are. And don't ever leave is crazy to me. And so I didn't want to get into the interviews just yet. I wanted to take the space, even if it's just a couple minutes for like a brief time and say, I'm super glad I'm not going back. I'm super glad that I can't be scared into attending a UPC church and to not cutting my hair and to not, you know, wearing a long dress and a long skirt and not getting a tattoo and not just living my life. I'm really glad that I'm not there anymore, but I was. And my guess is if you're listening to this, so are you. And if you're, you know, possibly you still are there. So again, like I know it was like a super gentle reminder last week. Here's one more. You can leave. You don't have to stay. You can ask questions and your questions deserve logical, real answers, not made up fairy tale answers of just trust in the Lord. Don't ask questions. Don't, don't have an opinion. Don't voice it. Don't stir up confusion because that's what they'll tell you. You have a spirit of confusion, a spirit of rebellion, a spirit, a spirit, a spirit of everything that they can think of to shut you up. You don't. You don't have a spirit like that. It's so silly to say now, but that's what they tell you. And that's what they told me. A spirit of whatever you want to name it. Spirit of homosexuality, spirit of Jezebel, spirit of a liar, spirit of all the things. They, they give everything that they can't answer for a spirit and then they try to pray it out of you. So it's okay to leave. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay not to fall in line with what they're doing. Because I find it really hard to believe that there's people who, A, like, so here's, like, I have a couple of things. So before oneness Pentecostalism came about, what happened to everybody else who died? Are they going to tell, are they going to sit here and say that they didn't make, they didn't go to heaven? If you believe in a heaven or a hell, that they just are all burning every person prior to? And are they going to say that every person after oneness Pentecostalism came about who has left the organization that they were a part of because the UPC was called a couple of different things and they've like branched off and done, you know, a lot of different things prior to being like the UPC. Um, so there's a lot of different organizations who are very similar. So you're saying if people were a part of those walks and those, you know, beliefs, if they've left, those people are also like burning in hell worse than anybody else. That's the worst thing you could be. That's what you're telling people. That out of every bad thing you could do ever, leaving is going to be worse for you. Insane. Super, super irresponsible. 
Like there's no, you know, how about be a good person? How about, you know, love others? Nope. Not important. Just don't leave. Why? Has anybody asked why? Has anybody said why other than you're going to go to hell and it'll be worse for you there? Well, how's it going to be for me here? They don't want to answer those questions. Keep asking them. Keep seeking out actual truth. There is an answer. And it can't just be something that you need to pray away. So I don't know if you've seen the clips. Again, it's not important who said what, who, you know, was there, who shared it, none of it. What's important is that it's an organization that is showing time and time again based on fear tactics and manipulation for children. Why? Nobody can explain that to me. Why you have to scare kids into staying. You shouldn't have to. So again, this is just a little (laughs) rant that I wanted to get off my chest. I know this is a safe space. Um, So I could tell it to you guys. Um, Like I said, I don't know if there's going to be an interview tomorrow. We might just push it to next week. But in the meantime, I hope you have a great new year. Whatever your resolution is, I hope you keep it. And I'm rooting for you. And I'm so happy you're here. I love you guys.